and helping them do a few things and we were helping them uh, move some of their stuff today and so we were just we were running a little bit late today so we apologize for that but I hope everyone is doing good and enjoying their Shabbat day enjoying their rest day but we'll go ahead and start with um, a short prayer Jesus Father great I am may you anoint us Jesus during our sermon today may you anoint us to understand your word Jesus may you anoint me to speak your, speak your word Jesus may you give revelation may you give dreams may you give understanding may you give visions to all of us here today may you bless us in our fellowship Jesus may you give us um understanding Jesus today I'm sorry about that can you guys hear me now sorry about that um, we were helping a friend of ours um, today whose um, house burnt down and their house burnt down a few weeks back and um, so we've been helping them off and on and today we were helping them move and we were helping them move some of their stuff so we're just running a little bit late um, we apologize for that you all and um, we'll uh, go ahead and get started now um, we'll start out with a prayer Father Jesus great I am we thank you Jesus we thank you for giving us the breath of life, Jesus. We thank you for you are the great I am. You are our Father. You are the most high, Jesus. We glorify your name. We pray to you, Jesus. We are so grateful for you, Jesus. And we ask today, Jesus, that you give us anointing, Jesus. That you give us wisdom and understanding today, Jesus. I ask that you anoint me, Jesus, to, to read and to, to preach your word today, Jesus. As we read, Jesus, may you give us dreams. May you give us revelations. May you give us understanding, Jesus. May you help us to see visions Jesus to, to have personal revelations in our lives Jesus of the things Jesus that you have put on our hearts Jesus in the holy name of Jesus we pray Jesus that you uplift us in our relationships in our marriage Jesus that you remove any and all principalities any and all authorities and powers that you remove any and all demons and demonic forces that you remove any and all witchcraft in the holy name of Jesus any and all wizardry in the holy name of Jesus all voodoo spells all witch doctor spells, Jesus. All words and assignments, Jesus, from the midst of us, Jesus. Remove our anxiety, Jesus, and allow us to move into your, to, to, to hold and to stand on your solid foundation by the power of your Holy Spirit, Jesus, your peaceful spirit. For you have given us your peace, Jesus. You have given us your encouragement, Jesus. You have given us your solid foundation, Jesus. You have given us your your focus and encouragement and upliftment. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray. We say hallelujah. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus. Hold on one second here. Alright, so in the last sermon, we were talking about clarity on a few of these um, these scriptures. Um, that we were diving into and we were talking about um, togetherness and the faith of the kingdom and so in this sermon um, it's called put off the old self so Jesus led me into um, this 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 um, 
this sermon, this um, subject matter of putting off the old self. And so we have a hard time, a lot of times, um, putting off um, the things that we did, some of the things, the ways that we, um, you know, um, things that we used to do in the past, habits that we had in the past, um, things of the past, even throwing away objects from the past. And so I'm going to read from um, Isaiah uh, one and this is this has a lot to do with the identity of Judah and Israel in the Bible the southern the, the the southern and the northern kingdom Judah being the southern kingdom Israel being the northern kingdom and of course the house of Israel the whole house of Israel the whole identity of Israel and so if we turn to Isaiah 1 1 through 3 um, we can talk we can, we'll, we'll read a little bit about this it says the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth. For the Lord have spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and, his, and the ass his mother's crib, his master's crib. But Israel doth not know my people doth not consider all right so we go up, up just a little bit um, in in chapter 2 of Isaiah um, it says the word that Isaiah son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem and it came to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it so all nations we read we read about this about zion about the holy men mountains about the new jerusalem we read about this and it says and many people shall go and say come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the lord to the house of the god of jacob and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Okay, and so this is the this is this is the future. This is the promise. And so um, Jerusalem and Israel, all of Israel, and Jerusalem's inside of um, Judah in the southern part of the kingdom. Um, what God is saying, he said, they have rebelled against me. They have rebelled, rebelled against me. And so if we go to Isaiah 5, he talks a little bit. Um, God is talking to Isaiah to talk to the people more about this. Um, in Isaiah 5, it says, Now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved, touching his vineyard. My well-beloved have a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And that very fruitful hill again is um, as Mount Zion. He's talking about that very fruitful hill in Mount Zion. And then Asimus Rose just um, joined. And again, um, we're, what we're talking about is putting on the, uh, the putting on the new self and putting off the old self. So putting off the old self. And we were talking about, you know, we have a hard time um, dropping old habits. Um, and we were talking about the identity of Judah in Israel and, and and Jesus says here in Isaiah 1 I have nourished and brought up children 
and they have rebelled against me. So now we're reading in Isaiah 5, and it says, Now will I sing to my well-beloved a song that my beloved touching of, of my beloved, touching his vineyard. My well-beloved have a vineyard and a very fruitful hill. And so he's talking about Jerusalem. He's talking about the, the holy mountain, the mountain of Zion, and how in the future, um, what that will be like. So we read a little bit about that, again, about the, um, the holy hill, God's holy hill in the new Jerusalem. And so if we go up to, to um, in the same chapter, Isaiah 5, um, look at line 7. It says, For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah his pleasant plant. And he looked for judgment, but behold, oppression for righteousness, but behold, a cry. Behold, a cry. And so, if we just backtrack a little bit, Jesus led me to Psalm 78. Psalm 78. If we turn to Psalm 78, um, we can read here. Um, and and that, this is starting at line 12 through 42. Okay. Line 12 through 42. And this is in Psalm 78. It says, Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt in the field of Zoan. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through. And he made the waters to stand as in heap. And this is um, uh, David going over the Exodus, reviewing the Exodus story and what happened to the Israelites after this um, Exodus period once they came into the promised land um, and the things that happened right before they got into the promised land. Okay. So it says, he divided the sea and caused them to pass through, and he made the waters to stand as in heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all night with a flight of fire. He clave the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink as out of great depths. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. And they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness. And they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. And yea, they spake against God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock. Behold... <clears throat> He smote the rock, that the waters gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, that the waters... Oops. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, that the waters gushed out. And the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Therefore the Lord heard this. The Lord heard this. The Lord heard this and he was wroth. So a fire was kindled against Jacob. And anger also came up against Israel. Because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. Though he had commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of heaven. And had rained down manna upon them to eat. 
and had given them of the corn of heaven. Man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to the full. He caused an east wind to blow in heaven, and by his power he brought in the south wind. He rained flesh also upon them as dust, and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp, round about their habitations. So they did eat and were well filled, for he gave them their own desire. They were not estranged from their lust. But while their meat was yet in their mouths, the wrath of God came upon them, and slew the fattest of them, and smote, smote down the chosen men of Israel. For all this they sinned still, and believed not for his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, then they sought him, and they returned and inquired early after God. And then they remembered that God was their rock, and the high, and the high God their redeemer. <clears throat> Nevertheless, they did flatter him with their mouth, and they lied unto him with their tongues, for their heart was not right with him. Neither were they steadfast in his covenant, but he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them. Not, yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passeth away, and cometh not again. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert? Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. And so, when we're talking about the uh, putting off the old self, um, this is uh, this has so much to do with it. You know, um, Israel and Judah and Israel as a whole um, did so much um to anger anger um god to anger jesus and before they even got into the promised land and so this these were these were some of the things um that happened all the way up until this point and so they did wrong god forgave them they straightened out they did wrong again they they prayed to god they fasted, they prayed, and God forgave them. They did, and they and they and it kept going like this over and over again. And so they were doing this over and over again. And so um, this is this is um, when when we move into into Jesus's name, we move into. being baptized in Jesus' name. Jesus is um, forgiving these things, and we're not supposed to, to keep looking back into the past. And so this is, these are some of the issues um, that, we're, that we deal with. And so when we, when we read in Hebrews 11, Jesus led me to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Let me know if you guys can hear me too. Hebrews 11, 21 through 28. It says, By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. 
By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the, depart the departing of the children of Israel, and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused to do that. He refused to be called the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. He put off his, his old self, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. So he knew that he, he said that, um, that, the, that the greater riches were in Christ, the greater riches were in Jesus, the greater riches were in the kingdom than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he be he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. And so they knew um, what God had told them to do. They knew to follow the word of God. And the word of Jesus, they knew to do that and to put off their old self and not to fear, but to have faith and to move into the person that um, that God was preparing them to be. And so, um, Jesus, let me if we just backtrack just a little bit to Ephesians. Ephesians 4, okay, it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthily, worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. And we talked a little bit about this, about Jesus um, being one. And just Jesus, um, the Holy Spirit being um, just a part of his spirit. And Jesus and the Father being the same, being one, one and the same. Be unto unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And we talked about um, the body. We talked a little bit about this. when We were talking about the um, togetherness and, and knowing here when we read this, we know that 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 all of this is to edify and to strengthen the body, to strengthen the church, to strengthen the, the, the church of Christ, the church of Jesus. That we henceforth be no more children 
tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Okay? Whereby they lie and wait to deceive. And so that that is um, you know, some of the things that we're that we deal with today. We talk about um new age and and we talk about these um different conscious communities and these um these these different practices, these esoteric and occult practices and teachings, you know, um and, and we were, were pulled into that at one point in time. Me and my wife were pulled into that one at one time. And there was never any um solid understanding there was always something new but there was never a solid foundation something to stand on something to put your feet in something to root you in and so this is something even um with 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 that with this you know um we cannot be tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive so we're always open to deception when we're when we're among um, this type of activity or we're among these type of people we have to be solid we have to have an understanding of things that that um that remains um the same ever evolving but remains the same that is that has a, a solid foundation okay and this also has to do with putting off the old self leaving those things behind leaving behind um, inconsistency putting on consistency leaving behind disorder putting on order leaving behind chaos putting on order it's always um, something um, being introduced there's never never a solid foundation and we experience this we experience this me and uh and my wife me and ashley experienced this and you know when it comes to to jesus there's a solid foundation there's consistency there is no inconsistency there's there's a foundation it's not it's not um something that's 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 like water, you know, it shouldn't be like water just moving through your hands. It should be solid like that. Like he's the solid rock. He's the foundation. It's 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 consistent. It's not inconsistent. It has order. It's not chaotic. It has um has it's it's just it's solid and it's firm and it's consistent. It there, your understanding evolves, but the foundation stays the same. And so that these are the things that we're looking for when we're talking about putting off the old self, putting off the old self, leaving behind disorder, putting on order, leaving behind chaos, putting on um, order and, and understanding, putting off confusion and, and, and putting on um, understanding, putting on um, wisdom and leaving disorder, leaving confusion, leaving chaos behind, putting off the old self. And so these are some of the things that Jesus put on my heart that we have a hard time with. We have a hard time leaving these things behind. So Jesus led me up to um, Galatians 5, 20 through, 22 through 26. I'm going to read in Galatians 5, 20 through two, 22 through 26. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness temperance against such there is no law and they that are christ have crucified the flesh 
with the affections and lusts. And so these affections and lusts are the things that we have a hard time sometimes leaving behind. You know, and, and we might get rid of a lot of these things. We might get rid of a lot of the, 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 the bad habits and, and things like that. The, 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 the cravings for certain foods and certain things, you know. And, but we have to continue to work to rid ourselves from that. And praying to Jesus with consistency, with boldness to rid ourselves of these things. And to continue to put on the new self, to put on the new man, putting off the old self. And so it says, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. And so it's saying that in baptism, you are immediately crucifying the flesh. And so we were learning through our pastor, Pastor Brown, that the that the baptism is like a burial within itself. I mean, you think about it, the water is passing over you. When Jesus was buried, and um, when he was crucified, he was buried, and he rose up um, as a as a a, a new um, being. He was he was resurrected, and then he was glorified and ascended up into heaven. And so, in the same way that he was buried and was resurrected, we are covered by the water and brought up out of the water under the Holy Spirit, reborn. Like Jesus said, born of water and spirit. And so they're saying here, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. And so we've crucified the flesh. And so now the habits, the old habits, and it's, and it's an ongoing journey. We work to rid ourselves of, the, of those things. And, and, and Paul talks about um, submitting, um, submitting our flesh to Jesus. To walk in the spirit. Um, and it says. Here it says. If we live. In the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory. Provoking one another. And envying one, one another. So envy. You know. Um, has a lot to do with jealousy. And all of these things, you know, um, when we will talk about this um, being in the world, being amongst um, um, people who um, are involved with um, debating. And, you know, we were just talking about tossed, being tossed, and, tossed to and fro with every um, doctrine, by every doctrine. And so we have this, this, um, this this community of, of people who like to, to, to debate and we have um, scientists and we have um, you know um, environmentalists we have every walk of life you have this 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 um, this atti attitude of envying one another of jeal being jealous of one another trying to over over um, calm one another and it's a, a competitive spirit and so even even just the the, the simple notion of that these things he's saying that we paul is saying we have to leave this behind we have to live in the spirit and also walk in the spirit leaving these things behind putting off the old self and so um, backtracking to the israelites backtracking to judah um these were some of the things that um they uh fell to and we have to learn from that not to repeat the past over again. We have to, to learn from that. And so, 
if we turn to 1 Kings 11, 1 through 13, we can read a little bit more about some of the things that um, they got caught up in after they came into the promised land, after they established their, um, their kingdom and their society. <clears throat> we can read a little bit about King Solomon in 1 Kings 11, 1 through 13. It says, But King Solomon loved many strange women together with the daughter of Pharaoh. Okay, together with the daughter of Pharaoh. So he actually married an Egyptian woman. Women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites. Of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. And we know that, you know, um, a lot of times and when we're, we're talking about the New Age and the, um, and the occultism, and the um, the conscious communities, and how um, a lot of times when you see inside of these, you look inside of these um, different groups, you see that it's um, it's women that are are, are um, luring men um, into these types of um, into this activity and of exploring all of these doctrines. Of course, there's men too doing. It. I'm not saying that that there's not men doing it, but um, there's there are, there are women there, and and when and Women have um, have a way of bringing their their men, their significant other, into things. Um, and you know, when we're when we're not when we're not we don't have a, that solid foundation as men and as women, we can mislead each other. Um, especially when we're when we're in a relationship with each other, we can mislead each other into things that we're not supposed to be um, um, delving into. And, and that just comes with the um, being solid, solidly firmed in the word of God. And it says here, but King Solomon loved many strange women together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites. Of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away his heart, for it came to pass, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. After other gods. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, and was the... And and was the heart of David, as was the heart of his dumb, the heart of David his father. And so his father um, did right, but he also fell um, to lust and adultery. We talked about that in the Sermon on the Mount. And unfortunately, Solomon suffered from the same um, lust. And so that lust, that um, love for, 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 for women, that, that habit that he, that he had of, of loving many women, those, those women led him to do some really really bad and horrible things and so it says for Solomon went after Ashtaroth the goddess of the Sidonians and after Milcom the abomination of the Ammonites and Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord as did David his father then did Solomon build on high place for Chemosh the abomination of Moab in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and from Molech the abomination of the children of Ammon, and likewise did he for all his strange wives.
which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. And the Lord was angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods. But he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, for as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and will give it to thy servant. Notwithstanding in thy days I will not do it for David thy father's sake, but I will rend it out of the hand of thy son. Howbeit I will not rend away all the kingdom, but will give one tribe to thy son for David my servant's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, which I have chosen. And that tribe, that one tribe that he said he was going to leave the southern, became Judah, became the southern kingdom. And so it's interesting because, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was either Peter or Paul that talked about this um, much later in the Bible, in the New Testament. He talked about that a man's desire for his uh, for his wife, for his um, significant other, um, will will be to keep um to keep them them happy or keep them um occupied and not not as much for god and, and that 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 can um, be taken away but that we should pray um to, to for our focus to be on on god to be on jesus because jesus is going to give us that guidance jesus is going to give us that order and so <clears throat> This is exactly the, 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 the mistake that Solomon made. He wasn't faithful in God. He was faithful to his wife, but he wasn't um, his wives, but he was, wasn't faithful to God. And so his concern for their, their well-being, for their happiness, um, slowly ate away at his morals and his standards. And that allowed them to convince him to worship other gods. And so this... Um, then um, came to a head when Solomon then went and um, near the end of his life, um, we just read that that Jesus told him that he would take away the um, the kingdom from his hand and leave one tribe from him. The person that came up as an adversary against him was a man named Jeroboam, which was his servant. He said, it says, I will, I will raise up your servant. And if we go to 1 Kings 12, just, just up just a little bit. Further up, First Kings twelve twenty five through thirty three, it says here. <clears throat> then Jeroboam built Shechem in Mount Ephraim and dwelt therein, and went out from thence and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. If this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord even unto Rehoboam king of Judah. This is Solomon's son, Rehoboam. And they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves, two calves of gold and said unto them, Is it too much for you to go up to Jerusalem? Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And he set the one in Bethel and the other he put in Dan. And this thing became a sin for the people went to worship before the one even unto Dan. And he made an house of high places and made priests of the lowest of people. We're speaking about the um, the new age. We're speaking about the conscious communities. We're speaking about um, some of these different things. And this is the same thing that was going on then is going on now. Where common people 
were made as priests. Common people were set over um, these activities. This, this is what Jeroboam did. And it says, He made a house of high places and made priests of the lowest of people, which were not of the sons of Levi. Because remember the Levites in the Bible, and when we, when we go back into Deuteronomy, and afterwards, in Numbers, it talks about the Levites being the only ones that were um, were to to minister and to handle the sacred objects in the temple and to hold the sacred objects. And the, they were the ones who were the priests. And so it says they were not of the sons of Levi. And Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month. On the fifteenth day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah, and he offered upon the altar, so did he in Bethel, sacrificing unto calves and that he had made, and he placed in Bethel the priest of the high places which he had made. So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel, the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel, and he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. He burnt incense. And so, just continuing into 13, into 1 Kings 13, And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel, and Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the, in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, Josiah by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priest of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt, burnt upon thee. And he gave his sign the same day, saying, This is the sign. This is the sign which the Lord have spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him, and his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up so that he could not pull it again to him. The altar also was rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. And so this is the, the, the very person between Solomon and Jeroboam that caused Israel down a horrible path of not putting off their old self, not realizing the mistakes that they made in the past, not realizing that these were mistakes and continuing to make these mistakes. When we go to Second Kings, when he talked about that um, this was gonna this was a prophecy about um, Josiah, the King Josiah came later on. And we're gonna read about that in Second Kings. Jesus led me to Second Kings to read about um, Josiah and what he did. Uh, if we read in 2 Kings 23, 4-10. 2 Kings 23, 4-10. It says here, it says, and the king commanded Hilkiah the priest and the priests of the second order and the keepers of the door to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made for Baal and for the grove and for all the host of heaven. And he burned them without Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron and carried the ashes of them unto Bethel. Remember it mentioned that Jeroboam had made one of these altars of this golden calf at Bethel and was worshipping 
these um, these golden calves at Bethel. And he put down the idolatrous priest whom the kings of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah and in the places round about Jerusalem. Them also that burn incense unto Baal, to the sun and to the moon and to the planets and to all the hosts of heaven. And when we talk about this um, this new age stuff, we talk about these conscious community stuff, these, these uh, um, occult things. This is exactly what's going on there. Um, worshipping planets, the sun, the moon, the stars. They're worshipping animals. They're worshipping the calf. Um, I think um, in the Egyptian um, uh, mythology, it's... Uh, uh, who is it? Um, um, Hathor. It's Hathor. <laughs> Hathor. Hathor. And so Hathor is um is being worshipped in these in these um these circles, in this um in the the conscious communities, in the new age um communities, and it's still going on to this day. And so um it says he brought out to the grove out of the house of the Lord without Jerusalem and broke and into the brook Kedron, he burned it at the brook Kedron and stamped it small to powder and cast the powder thereupon the graves of the children of the people. And he brake down the houses of the Sodomites that were by the house of the Lord, where the women wove hangings for the grove. And so the Sodomites, these were people who were um, um, involved in homosexual activity. And he brought all the priests out of the cities of Judah and defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense from Geba to Beersheba and break down the high places of the gates that were in the entering in of the gate of Joshua, the governor of the city, which were on the man's left hand of the gate of the city. Nevertheless, the priests of the high places came not up to the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, so the priests of these high places, they didn't come up to Jerusalem, but they did eat of the unleavened bread among their brethren. So they didn't come up to the to the um, to the altar of Jerusalem because that was part of the, the, the service was to actually um, eat the bread and the presence of, of the altar and the people who couldn't come. They were to eat it in their home, but they were, were so greedy that they didn't want to come to the ceremony, but they still wanted to eat the bread. And so, of course, we experienced that um, today as well. Um, and it says he defiled Tophet, which is in the valley of the children of Hinnom, that no man might make his son or his daughter pass through the fire to Molech. And so um, we still have that um, today as well, where um, children are being trafficked, children are being um, sacrificed to some of these occult, um, these, these, these masons and these Illuminati groups. They're still being um, sacrificed to Molech. Um, these Satanists are still um, practicing some of these same activities, and so this is why a lot of um, children and men and women are going missing um, in different areas, different cities, different national parks, um, at the reservations, at Pine Ridge Reservation out here in South Dakota where we are. This is why some of these things are going on. And so if we go up, up to um, um, 13 through 20, if we look at... Um, Line 13 through 20, we can read a little bit more about what Josiah did to um, rid the, the land of these things. <clears throat> 13 through 20, it says, 
And the high places that were before Jerusalem, which were on the right hand of the Mount of Corruption, which Solomon, the king of Israel, had builded for Ashtaroth, the abomination of the Sidonians, and for Chamash, the abomination of the Moabites, and for Milcom, the abomination of the children of Ammon, did the king defile, and he break in pieces the images, and cut down the groves, and filled their places with the bones of men. Moreover, the altar that was at Bethel, and the high place which Jeroboam, the son of Naboth, who made Israel to sin, had made, both that altar and the high place, he broke down and burned the high place and stamped it small to powder and burned the grove. And as Josiah turned himself, he spied the sepulchers that were there in the mount. So those are graves. And he sent and took the bones out of the sepulchers and burned them upon the altar and polluted it. According to the word of the Lord, which the man of God proclaimed, who proclaimed these words. Then he said, What title is that that I see? And the men of the city told him, It is the sepulchre of the man of God which came from Judah and proclaimed these things that thou hast done against the altar of Bethel. The altar of Bethel. And so, and it said, Let him alone, let no man move his bones, so they let his bones alone with the bones of the prophet that came out of Samaria. And all the houses also of the high places that were in the cities of Samaria, which the kings of Israel had made to provoke the Lord to anger, Josiah took away and did to them according to all the acts that he had done in Bethel. And he slew all the priests of the high places that were there upon the altars, and burned men's bones upon them, and returned to Jerusalem. And so it's, in it's interesting because... Um, um, Jesus spoke to, to myself and my and my wife, Ashley, and he told us, um, we were on our way to Pine Ridge Reservation, Native American Reservation in Pine Ridge, and he told us um, to look, to look at um, this subject of um, Josiah burning the bones and killing these these false prophets and these false prophets were killed upon some of these high places that were they were um, they were worshiping where they were worshiping um, Baal and these false gods where they were worshiping um, um, Ashtaroth and all of these things and so during the the 1800s it's it's very it's a very interesting subject the native americans were murdered upon some of their their most sacred sites um out here in south dakota and other areas um we talk about um um, what's going on in Standing Rock recently, um, but other areas, um, when we look at um, the Seminoles, when we look at what was going on in the Trail of Tears, what, we're going, what was going on um, in a whole lot of other places, um, we can look at um, these things. And, and see that it's the exact same thing that happened back then, that the the um, the the um, the army was sent to um, murder um, Native Americans, and they were they were murdered on their sacred lands. And so, um, 
Native Americans um, are, um, when you look at the, the culture, it is um, very centered on the worship of, of nature, of objects, of the sun, of the moon, of the stars, of um, trees, and the various um, objects in nature, the worship of, of creation. And so this is the very reason why um, they were um, put into this, this position, why they were um, brought into these, um, these areas that were designated for them called um, reservations. And our people, um, we went through something similar. We were put on plantations. They were put on um, reservations. And so this, this is the reason why. This is the reason why, um, for the exact same reason, at one, one point in time, they were known um, as Israel. They were known as the northern tribe of Israel. And they um, led us, all of us, into the same practice. When we go back and we, and we read in, um, a little bit further back, it talks about that Israel led Judah, the southern kingdom, into doing the same things. Just how um, you know uh, Solomon influenced um, Jeroboam and how his wives influenced Solomon himself to do to start worshiping idols and to worship um, false gods. And so even in America, we see these things. We see the Statue of Liberty. We see the the um, uh, the, the, the 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 some of the mountains out here that have um, different. Um, uh, um, statues carved in them, you know, when we talk about um, the history of South Dakota, Mount Rushmore, and um, some of the other um, statues and, and things that are, um, you know, it, it, it almost seems like, and, and it is going on, that these things are being worshipped, these things are being um uh, heavily um, honored and so we have to watch these things because it, it, it goes into the realm of idolatry and so we have to um, we have to, to, to know what it means to put off our old self but we also have to know who we are we have to also have to know some of the mistakes that we made in the past and to not mis um, make the same mistakes we have to know our history not to, re to repeat it and so um, if we go up to um, Jesus led me to Isaiah 3 Isaiah 3 11 through 12 it says woe unto the wicked it shall be ill with him for the reward of his hands shall be given him okay as for my people children are their oppressors and women rule over them O my people, they which lead thee, cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths. And so, it says here, for my people, children are their oppressors. Children are their oppressors. And women rule over them. And so, when we, when we ask ourselves, you know, why... Um, why do our, our why are our children why do our children if, if we and if we have this problem we had this problem why are our, at one point we had this problem at one point why are our children um, not acting the way that we want them to act why are they um, 
acting um, so um, wildly? Why are they um, not so calm? Why are they not so quiet? Why are they not so orderly? Why are some uh, children orderly? And it's because the order, the order of our home. And it says here, it says, as for my people, children are their oppressors. The children are oppressing them and women rule over them. And it's not to say that a, that a woman cannot have um, a position. It's just that the, um, that, the, that the men are set in place to lead. That the men are set in place to, 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 that, um, to lead. And the, the, the woman is supposed to follow the lead. And, and, it, and it, that comes in a marriage. Okay? That, 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 uh, that, uh, that men are, are supposed to, to lead their household. And have and it's supposed to be um, this order, and this order has been lost by the the, the worries of the world, the lusts of the world, um, through um, the world. You know, we deal with um, infidelity in the world. We deal with unfaithfulness in the world. We deal with, and that leads all to adultery and lust. Just with with Solomon, Solomon had had many wives, and his many wives, you know. Um, took him here and there, took him to, to many doctrines, took him to worship and other gods, probably um, caused him to make all types of, of uh, judgment calls that just weren't right. And so this is this this is what you know um, we're 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 dealing with. That the the order of the household needs to be restored. When we put off our own self, we move into the new self and Jesus gives us order in our home. Jesus gave us um a wonderful um, order in, 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 in our home where I'm able to, to, to work um, in, in faith and work in, um, in, in truth and allow Jesus to lead me to, to provide for my family and my, my wife while Ashley is able to um, care for the, the children in the way that she needs to. Because our, our women are our nurturers. They're, they, they're the ones who, who, who raise the children, who raise up the home. And we, we are, are supposed to be the providers. And so when it says that, you know, women are ruling over them, that, that means that the order is, is, is not there. The order of society is not there. The order of the household is not there. And so our children are, are pressing, are, 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 are running amok, you know. And so... This is this is part of, of what that means, you know, and in marriages and, and, and relationships, um, this these are the things that that we need that we need um, Jesus that like it said about um, Moses that he um, did not want to be known as the Pharaoh's son anymore. He didn't want to be known as that, and that he submitted to Jesus, that he submitted fully, knowing that he would go through some things. And so, you know, we went through some things. Well, we're always going to go through things, but we just have to know in faith and in love and truth and in the spirit, you know, to, to, to move in the spirit, to walk in the spirit, that he's going to be with us no matter what. And he's going to restore us to where we need to be. Hallelujah. And so because of these mistakes that... um you know, um, Israel made, that the Israel and Judah made, um, they suffered all of these things. They suffered all of these things and so much more. And when we um, read in Deuteronomy 28, um, 20 through 25, I'll just read a little bit here. These are the things way back when, after um, 
uh, Moses, God spoke to Moses and gave Moses, um, he gave him the Ten Commandments and he spoke them to the people. This is one of the things that he said to the, to the Israelites, that if you did not follow my laws, if you did not follow my ways, you did not follow my statutes, these are some of the things that would happen to you. If we read in Deuteronomy 28, 20 through 25, it says here, it says, <clears throat> The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand unto, unto for to do until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilence pestilence cleave unto thee until he have consumed thee from off the land whither thou goest to possess it the lord shall smite thee with consumption and with a fever and with inflammation and with an extreme burning and with the sword and with blasting and with mildew and they shall pursue thee until thou perish and thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass and the earth that is under thee shall be iron the Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust from heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. <clears throat> the Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And so when we talk, when we, when we, when we wonder, when we wonder about, you know, um, who, what group of people have been um, um, removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. Yeah, we, we think about, we know that, that slavery occurred. We know that um, African Americans, that, that our people um, were scattered to all the nations of the earth. And so this is, this is something we have to think about, especially um, right now when it comes to um, right now, this this month is Black History Month, but we need to be we need to study these things all year to understand what's going on. Um, if we look at Deuteronomy twenty nine through thirty, it says here Deuteronomy. Um, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy twenty eight twenty nine through thirty. If we look, if we just go up a little bit further from where we were. It says, And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in the darkness. And that, that to me, that talks about um, drunkenness. Um, drunkenness. When we were in Baltimore, we, we, we experienced a lot. We've seen a lot of this for firsthand. Um, that people were um, getting drunk in the middle of the day and groping around um, during the day like, it, like they couldn't see. But it was because of the alcohol that they were con um, consuming. And so, as the, and it says, as the blind gropeth in the darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. And so, when we talk about um, men and women, too, it's just for everybody, that when a man cannot provide that um, this is what, what goes on, that we slip into um, adultery can happen, that um, mistrust sets in, and, and that can lead to, to adultery. That can lead um, into um, tr trying to escape the, the, the suffering and the, the affliction of the circumstances um, that a person may be in. And so it says here, it says that... Um, Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. And I know in our community, 
um, in slavery, this is something that happened that the that the that the women um, would marry a man, and but the slave would take the slave and force the slave woman to have sex with her. And so this is these are the things these are some of the things they were looking at. And so that didn't and that didn't um, didn't stop even after slavery was abolished because the 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 um, slave owners were still finding um, women, black women, um, and and kidnapping them and, and raping them. And so this is these are some of the things that we're dealing with today. On and all, throughout all of society, it's in a, and it's a result, and that it it, it um, this is where it emanates from. It emanates from slavery. It emanates on the slave master side, and emanates into um, today on the slave side of what what the what the slaves were dealing with, what our great 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 grandfathers were dealing with, what Tommy's great 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 grandfather may have dealt with. And I'm saying that 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 that's your history, um, Tommy, but I'm just using it as an example. And so, um, it says, Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Okay. And if we go up to, finally up to um, Deuteronomy 28, 60 through 68. Deuteronomy 28, 60-68, says, <clears throat> Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou was afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed, and ye shall be left few in number. Whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude, because thou would not obey the voice of the Lord thy God. And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do good, to, to do you good, and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you, and to bring you not, and ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from one end of the earth even until the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the soul of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give there, thee there a trembling heart, and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, would God it were even at e at even and at even thou shalt say, Would God it would God it were um it were morning, for the fear of thine heart wherewith sh um thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see, and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships, by the way whereof I spake unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no men shall buy you. And so, again, oh, this is this is very um, um, just an interesting scripture um, because we know um, that in slavery, um, this is something 
um, that we dealt with about um, with um, um, African Americans being sold as um, products, being sold as um, as property, and that he's saying that um, being sold that you would be sold to your enemies for bond men and bond women and so you know he's, he's even saying here that, that that Jesus is saying that um, that we would look and wish that it was it was morning or we would look and wish that it was night or we would look and wish you know all these things but that there would be no place um, to run and there would be um, no place to go and so this is and this is the result of not um, putting off the old self with making these same mistakes over and over again and um, not following his laws. And so this is these are some of the things that he promised would happen. And so it it happened. Um, just as he, um, he said he, he, um, it would. And so um, I want to share this. Slavery the treatment of human beings as property, deprived of personal rights, has occurred in many forms throughout the world. But one institution stands out for both its global scale and its lasting legacy. The Atlantic slave trade, occurring from the late 15th to the mid-19th century and spanning three continents, forcibly brought more than 10 million Africans to the Americas. The impact it would leave affected not only these slaves and their descendants, but the economies and histories of large parts of the world. There had been centuries of contact between Europe and Africa via the Mediterranean, but the Atlantic slave trade began in the late 1400s with Portuguese colonies in West Africa and Spanish settlement of the Americas. Can you guys hear that? The crops grown in the new colonies, sugarcane, tobacco, and cotton, were labor-intensive, and there were not enough settlers or indentured servants to cultivate all the new land. American natives were enslaved, but many died from new diseases, while others affected you guys hear that? And so, to meet the massive demand for labor, the European looked to Africa. So even when we're um, when we're reading this, and it says in here, um, in Deuteronomy twenty-eight. It says um, right here that um, thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Plant a vineyard, and shall not gather the grapes, the, the grapes thereof. It also says that you um, shall be the tail and not the head. And so, these are the things um, that we have to that we have to really think about. That are just just the result of um not following these commandments and this is this is um ricocheted into all um areas of life and, and not just affecting us not just affecting african americans not just uh, affecting um one group of people but affecting everybody because of um these very mistakes and and, and again you know it, it's it's very obvious um what 
God is referring to when he says again, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again, and there shall be sold. Ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. And so, um, Jesus led me to um, the First Peter. Um, and First Peter talks a lot about um, putting off the old self. Being with some of these things that we have to understand these things and put them behind us in Jesus. And Jesus is the only one that's going to be able to help us with these things. A lot of us are dealing, deal with anxiety. You know, we deal with, um, with bad habits. We deal with, um, people deal with depression, you know, as a result of um, not knowing the solutions to some of the problems that we deal with in, with in our life. But we have to know that we can't depend on ourselves. No longer can, we can no longer depend on ourselves. But we have to depend on Jesus. We have to depend on, on him. And his will, doing in his will, in his way, by his strength, not our, our own strength. And so we read in, in 1 Peter um, 5, 1 Peter 5, 1 through 6, 1 Peter 5, 1 through 6, it says, The elders which are among you, I exhort you, whom am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, not by not forced, not to be forced, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock, or and samples up to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, when Jesus shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, ye younger ones, submit yourselves unto the elders. Ye all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and give grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time submit yourself ye all to be all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility for God resists the proud and give grace to the humble humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time casting all your care upon him for he careth for you be sober and vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour whom resist steadfast in faith knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world so he's saying that that, that we're all going through these these afflictions and that um that we can overcome these afflictions with order with order, we're respecting our elders. With the, that, the elder are held holding the younger ones accountable, and that the younger ones we need to um, to go to the older ones of us, and 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 they should be examples to us. They should be examples, and so and so it's the same thing in the home. We should be examples to our children, and our children need to be the examples to the to the, the older children be examples to the younger children so this is the part of the order that we're talking about the order of Jesus in the home and so if we turn to um, Ephesians um, and some of these things you know were 
um, broken through 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 slavery. And so these are the steps that we can take through the counsel of the Bible, through the counsel of Jesus himself. Um, he can help us put these things back together. And so we read here about the Christian household in Ephesians 5, 1 through 33. And it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also have loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Okay? It says, so, so be followers of God as children. Be followers of him, asking him questions, asking him for guidance, putting off our old self, putting off these things of the past, putting off these issues of the past, these generational curses, these, these generational problems and issues, and leaving them behind, putting on our, our new self and being humble. Just, just what we were um, talking about um, in the last scripture. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints, neither filthiness or foolish talking, nor jesting which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Okay, so 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 rather um thanking others, being um gracious, being um having gratitude in your heart for others. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Okay? Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of light. So leaving all of that... that um, that new age stuff behind, leaving all of that conscious community stuff behind, leaving that stuff behind, leaving the stuff from our past behind, leaving um, drugs behind, leaving bad habits behind, leaving, um, uh, um, you know, spreading rumors, leaving that behind, you know, um, leaving the, a bad attitude, leaving that behind, knowing that we, we're, that we believe in Jesus. And if we're, we're baptized... Leaving that behind, and if 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 you haven't been baptized, please, you 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 have to get um baptized in Jesus' name. That's going to help you on your path. If you haven't been baptized, that's going to help you so much to believe in Jesus, to repent, and to be baptized for and, and repenting, saying you're sorry, apologizing from these these some of these um these old habits. But but after being baptized, leaving it behind. Walking forward with it and leaving it behind. So it says, Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not, not ye therefore partakers with them, for ye were sometimes darkness. But now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are prepared that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake that thou thou that sleeps and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. So the days are evil. A time is evil. When we hear the word of God, we have to do the word of God. We can't let the doubt set in. 
Can you guys hear me? Did that go out again? If, so we uh, have no, to. We, I hear you. Yes, we have to. We have to perform the word of God, and we can't let the doubt set in. So the time that sets in, that's when the doubts come in. That's when it comes in. So he's saying that. Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Utilizing the time that we have because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body, therefore as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loves himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself and the wife, see that she reverence her husband. And so this is the, um, the, the center of our problems, but it's also the center of where our solutions lie in the, the order and the way of Jesus, the way that Jesus told us. Um, that we must conduct our home, that we must conduct our lives, that we must conduct our relationships, that we must conduct our marriages, that the man should um, lead the household and provide for the household, and that the, the, the woman is supposed to um, be subject to her husband, submissive to her husband. And I'm not saying like submissive like a, like a slave, that you just do whatever the man says, but to, that the man is supposed to be um, the the one that that's doing the leading, and that the the woman is supposed to be um, in the home, um, nurturing the children and teaching the children. I I, I start out uh, my day by um, doing a Bible study with our children, and then my wife goes and um, starts homeschool with the children, and then I'm I'm working. I'm, I work from home, but I'm I'm working um, for most of the day. And sometimes I peek my head in and say, Hey, you know how to how are the children doing at home school? And, um, and so, you know, as men and as women, we have to get this, we have to, to understand and, and, and get this order um, into our home so that we can um, rework um, some of the problems that we're having in society. We have this, 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 um, this problem. And so 
we have to be um, respectful of one another. We have to be um, know the positions that each of us must play in our home, and that will and, and we, we pray to God for that for that wisdom and that knowledge and that understanding. You know, we can read these scriptures, but and then Jesus will give us the rest um, in our heart, and we pray to Him for that order. Um, things can be restored. Things can be. Um, um, there can, there's there's so much more peace in 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 our home from following this order that Jesus um, set for us, and so um, all of us can have that same peace. And so I hope that you guys um, really enjoyed this um, this sermon of putting off the old self and walking into the new. Um, and um, please share anything that you guys um, got out of this. Um, any revelations, any 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 realizations that you guys <clears throat> got out of this? I know that I um. Well, for me, we always talk about you know a lot of these topics that we talked about today, and um, one thing that I felt like profound about it, um, the one thing that came to my mind is just that history repeats itself yeah. and we all always talk about how history repeats itself but we really the reason why some groups like i would say with like african-americans why we're not able to really perceive some of these things sometimes is because we don't know our history and it's very important for us to really versely read these scriptures because these are some of the topics that we like to call underground topics where, you know, not a lot of people are talking about it. These are things that we just, we just simply don't talk about, you know, and there's a group now that are, you know, what we, who we consider the Jews to be. And that might not necessarily be the case. You know, when we go back in the scriptures and we see a totally different description of who the Jews are, you know, we see that they're, dealing with idolatry, they're dealing with all of these things, and it makes you question how how could it be that they, ever since they left slavery in Egypt, they were dealing with idolatry, and now all of a sudden, and, and then it led all the way up to even during the times of Jesus, they literally crucified him, not listening, just like they basically, you know, hurt all of the other prophets that came. So why would it be all of a sudden now that we have a redeemed Jerusalem and a redeemed Israel with Jews in it? There's no problems. Everything's absolutely perfect because this is the way it's portrayed. You know, whenever we think about the Jews, we think about, you know, just things being just, you know, just perfect, you know, and it's just, it's just something to think about. Uh, Okay, I was hoping that that um this was still um the sound was still coming through, but yeah, this is definitely something that we have to think about because this this um these issues that come as a result of slavery have just ricocheted into all um aspects of society globally, and so this is something that we have to think about. We have to look at these scriptures. We have to understand our history, and we have to know um, what happened and 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 where we are now because of that. And so, you know, um, 
one thing that we that we coined that Jesus gave to us early on in SMUCD was asking the right questions and receiving the right answers. So we're able to receive the right answers when we truly um, read these scriptures and listen to what the Spirit is saying, um, just like as what Jesus said in Revelation. Listen to what the Spirit is saying. Listen to what is being said. And so um, history does it. it, it it does repeat itself, but through Jesus, through his holy name, we have the, 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 the power in him to overcome these generational struggles. And so um, we'll, we'll go ahead and end here. Hallelujah. We'll go ahead and end here, and um, we'll see you guys on the next sermon, on the next episode. And peace and blessings, everyone. Peace and blessings in the Holy Spirit. Peace and blessings.